Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Grizzlies have just traded Steven Adams to the Rockets for Victor Oladipo and three second round picks. She checks a lot of boxes. Checks a lot of boxes. Checks a lot of checks a lot of checks a lot of boxes. So uh okay. So uh okay. Take him to a way station. Take to a way station. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. With that Welcome in, everybody. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. John and Lance along with Dell here for the next three hours on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You didn't see that picture, did you? Okay. All right. Anybody who's watched, this is this is something that we can't the show is The show is kind of, I'm toward the very end. I'm like on episode eight. It's, you get to the end and you've got Nick. They do a good job of hiding different well, stuff from you. Well, we're talking about yeah. Fool Me Once. Fool Me Once. Fool Me Once. The and show apparently this is a really big deal. Who's the, the Corbin something? Who is that, Dell? I guess he's... The, the author, Harlan Corb- yeah. Corbin. I yeah. guess he has a deal with... He's got a couple of things. With out. Netflix where they adapt all his stuff and put it on. Yeah, he's it's, got a couple of he's things. He's had out. multiple shows on there. Yeah, from his books big, on... This is a big deal where a lot of people... This had three billion views or something. This is one of the... Really? This, so, this show? Yeah, but I don't know if it's this or people in the BBC have been waiting for... I think this is already a show in the BBC oh. that they had already done. And this actress in it is maybe the most beautiful woman that's lived. No, maybe. Well, next to my wife. Right? Next to my wife. You're right. Well, I'm talking about on TV. That's right. Lived. Not right. in personal. No, know, no, no, no. I get life. you. I get it. Not in my life. Well, either. what happened to Mary Elizabeth? You just kicked her to she's the curb? Out. She's out. <laughs> Wait. What about Dua Lipa? Out. What? Well... Do a leap of falling, but <clears throat> yeah. Well, when you go and see that movie, the do a leap is in. You're going to be back. You'll be back on that. Yeah, but this is this is this is special here. <laughs> Michelle special. Keegan, she is uh, she is Michelle she's Keegan. really she's really beautiful. She's really beautiful. Yeah. I like beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Girl. Uh, and she's right in your wheelhouse. She seems right? like a 36. Good, yeah, right? she seems like a really good person, too. She's, yeah. From what I can well, tell from I, the, her Instagram. How do you know that? Just some of the Instagram well, pictures I'm seeing. you know, I saw the picture of her boyfriend. and I, 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 Ex. Okay. By the way, yeah. Ex-boyfriend. Ex. I'm sure. Yeah, but, you know, I saw the two of you two next to each other. You saw, yeah, I could see. You saw Mark, I could Mark see. right out on the beach. Right. With his, like, looks like he's been doing a lot of crunches. And I thought, you know how many I prospects thought, well, he's could compete here. You know how many prospects he's written up? Zero. What does he even do? He doesn't know. I don't even know what does he does. Even, does anyone even know what he does? No, I don't even know he what he does. Is an, he is an English television personality who used to play for an EFL League 2 team side, Crawley Town. So he's a former soccer player. Yeah. And now, yeah, oh, on a what's scrub, he like, like, it sounds like he's a club. Yeah. He's like British Greg Olsen. No, that well, no, didn't sound no, like no, what it was. No, football a, pundit. You said football pundit. Crawley or no. something. Football. He's more Forrest Whitley. He never made it. Yeah. He played at the professional level. What did you call level. it? A club, cr- a club Crawley, Crawley Town. He played that at a professional level. I never heard of that. But that they, a big that's not even Wrexham. It's an aside that Wrexham probably played. He's a, I don't know what to call him, but he. I know what to call he, him. A, he, a nothing. A loser. Uh, a has-been. A never was. And, and, oh, by the way, was. Uh, Keegan Keegan's boyfriend was well not anymore. Spouse, yeah, not anymore. Not, not anymore. Not boyfriend. Husband. Oh, no. Well, whatever. Oh, they were married. They were married. Yes, and I'm well, not sure. Lance's, I'm sure he ruined well, it. Lance's interpretation of their current relationship is correct. He may just be fantasizing about whether they're what? done or not. No, I read it yesterday. I looked into all this. Did you? Yep. <laughs> see if she was available. She's gone. See, <laughs> she's uh, yeah. You won't see him in any Instagram pictures. Uh, sleuthing. I'm looking at an article written yesterday. Okay, what it does it say? They are to be not separated from marriage, but be apart because one has to do a job someplace that's where the away from home. That's came in, Lance. That's, the, the that's the As excuse. soon as he saw the word, word separated, he'd no, be gone. No, that's the excuse they're using. <laughs> okay. That's the excuse. She is going to be working away from him because... You know, she's a hit, she's a, in a star series. She's got to, she gets another series, a hit series. So she's doing something else. She's going to upgrade, yeah. but she yeah. 
upgrade to, to who you? To why, why are you pointing at yourself? <laughs> have you ever seen Big I Love? I can see that. Dale, have you ever that. seen Big Love? I've seen episodes. I have okay. not. I've not. Nope. I still haven't watched Big Love. Nicole no. needs a sister wife. A uh, sister. Oh, wow. Nicole needs a sister wife. <laughs> <laughs> I can say all this because she's running right now. She doesn't listen she to doesn't the show. Listen. She well, you better move to Australia because that's where the, her her show's going to be. That she's going okay. to come out on Australia. I already told you kangaroos. Yeah, but nope. Are you, are you sure you not can't going avoid anywhere? Them? With, no one's ever avoided a kangaroo there. You've seen them. They're all over the place. Okay. They're like feral cats there. They just show up everywhere. You say, oh, look, kangaroos in the oh, yard. Oh, so you're not, you're, you're out. I'm out now. For now. Right. While she's shooting. But these kangaroos are, so, they're despicable. So yeah. when she gets you know, back the, to the UK. The, you, okay. So they say, if you kill, you can't kill bees. It's supposedly if the bees died off, our world would collapse, right? Right. Apparently that's the, part of the ecosystem, like. But and they always say, well, you don't want to kill snakes because what snakes do is they eat rats, this, that, and the other. Okay, tell me what a kangaroo does. You could kill Punches off all the you kangaroos, in the junk. kicks you in the junk. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. could kill off all the kangaroos, and there would be no problem. Oh. What would it do to the ecosystem? Oh, a bunch I'm of roos sure are gone. There's something. What do they do I, I'm positive? Sure in some way. What do they do positive? Uh, how about this? You got your wish come true yesterday. How about that? You wanted a backup, a real backup for Alper and Shangun. It, it was an exciting trade until you realize. I mean, well, he's not going to play until next like year. It's like buying Christmas a Christmas present for your kid in March. Like, well, we got this taken care of, right? For December, thank you. Yeah, it's done. It's done. Uh, Stephen Adams is a Houston Rocket. Now. Yeah. So well, Bobon. Out well, of here. next. I mean, really. Stephen well, Adams. let's keep that guy. He's fun. Landale out of here. Stephen Adams as a backup is a good deal. Uh, oh no! I love. Oh, why it. did you think they were going to win the championship this year? You no, were no, just no. worried about this I, year. I do actually. I like. I really do like this move. I know. It's a I good really move. do like this move. It's a really good. Um, move. You won't see Stephen Adams. Victor Oladipo. Who yeah. knew he was on the team? Who ca- I, I knew because I saw some Rocket fans saying, "It's time we start giving no. Victor a shot." Like, no, oh, no, on, it's guys. not. This is never. No, it's not. Victor was never going to actually play. Right. Plus, uh, plus draft picks, which Memphis needs desperately. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, you got your back. You got your. Tra- you, it's exactly what you wanted. Yeah. Now, did you see the rumors about Michael Bridges? Mikael Bridges. Yeah. Yeah. I, call I him did. Michael. I call him. I call him. Michael. Yeah. It's been out there for a while. Um, some of the rumors were crazy about how many draft picks the the, the Rockets <clears throat> well, give, would give up and all this stuff. Well, yeah, give them back, but <clears throat> I don't want to give them anything. Screw you guys. Well, no, but he is a top player, bro. Mikael Bridges is really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really good. And I did see that. I don't think based on what... So, Roosh has a pretty good end with the team, I think. He has a pretty good source on the team. And Roosh broke down the things that he's hearing from quote-unquote sources. And the things he said is they will they, they are looking to make a move for someone who will upgrade the team in a rotational from a rotational standpoint. You know, kind of a probably like a seven to, to nine guy. Uh-huh. And they're open to a big move if one comes, but they're but they're not in any big hurry because they like the development of their young players. So we may not see the <clears throat> we may not see the mega deal. I don't think Rafael Stone's going to just panic. Like the deal has to be the right deal, which that's good. You don't want to ever be in a situation where you feel like you're reaching and panicking, and because the Rockets aren't in a position to you know to win any kind of championship or even be that uh, compete for something like that, they don't have to. They're, they're not going to make bad moves and kind of desperate moves i don't want them making desperate moves they're not in desperate move mode they're not even where they need to be yet no so i like that like if well, the right deal comes along bridges over jalen yeah okay. but if, if the right deal comes along they will but but if they're not would you off- have done bridges for jalen and given them back their draft picks um yes right now i do well it. i think i'd give them i maybe this year's i guess i mean this year's gonna be very valuable no, you don't get the rest of them. No, what? Yes, Bridges over Jalen. Bridges is is one of the better players in the NBA. Who scored more points over the last five games, Bridges or Jalen? Okay, Green? okay, that's yesterday was true. last five game. A lot of last five game talk for Jalen. Uh, this is something that we that that could and should be done if that if it if it could have been done anyway. Uh, but that that looks like it's it. Um, they, they hit the the trade deadline. Right, they, the Rockets got in with the Stephen Adams deal right before the deadline. Well, the deadline, you, 
is is days away. The yeah. issue the issue is that the Nets said no. Right. No, yeah, no, they're no interest in trading bridges. The Nets are out. What's the what's the well that, that's the that's what was that's week, what was reported it's next week. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is the report that the that they said no. They're staying with with now, Bridges. I for wonder the rest. if Jalen is playing himself on the team. One could look at it as Jalen is creating tremendous value for himself. Yeah, you could look at it that way, or you could look at it as as maybe he's playing himself. To me, I already see that at the end. If you just look at the end of the road, what it turns into, he's not going to be a thirty plus million dollar player for the Rockets. I just don't see it. No, I don't see them making him the number two player on the team. I know Rocky, there's a lot of Jalen Green fans who would be very upset about that and would argue that. I just can't see that. I don't think Ime Udoka is going to operate like that. I think he. this is not going to be a big two situation. This is going to be great post player, good pieces around him, and and one of them he wants to be an elevated, a certain type of player, which I would think would be a better three-point shooter. Uh, if if the Suns don't win a title, Booker, will they regret that trade that they made for Kevin Durant because you know Bridges has got a chance to be a part of something really big somewhere they might they might they had some good I mean they had some good players on that bench they were not I felt like they got they panicked a little bit personally but um they might I don't know if they'll I don't know if they'll regret it or not because Kevin Durant's obviously still a really good player but Oh, great player! Can, you know, but the, you got to. I think he's got to win a title. Though. I saw the idea from some Rocket fans online, and I don't mind it. Is going after Devin Booker in the offseason. You know, trying to do whatever you can to bring. Well, Devin I don't Booker know that in. they would do that, but okay. Uh, Why not? Uh, well, because I he's think he's a Max Devin, Tyler guy. I don't know that the Suns would do that. <laughs> yeah, the Suns wouldn't do it. He's Have they di- seen the last five games from Jalen? He's their guy. <laughs> He's their franchise player. Have they seen the last five games from Jalen? This is the second time yeah, he's think, brought up the last five. Games. I think they've seen their perennial All Star too in what, the in the face of their franchise. What if you go Nets? What if you go Jalen? Nets first round pick this year? No, and De- I'm not done, Dell. I'm going to continue you, no, you to got say a long no. Way to go. Alprin, you're going to throw an Alprin? Hang on, hang on. Antari Eason. Oh. Okay. 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 Sure. The reason that I say this is because I'm looking. I'm well, it's got to hurt. I mean, it's got to hurt. I'm looking at. I the would t- almost say Jalen and Jalen and Tari Eason. I would tell and you next year's one. I would tell you done. right now, the Suns will say if they yeah. we he is untouchable for yes. the rest of his career. Yes, they ain't doing it. He should be. The Rockets fans want Devin Booker. Duh. Okay. Yeah. Me too. There's yeah. a lot and, of Rocket fans who right. they've spoken. They like. Devin Booker, they also like Shea Gilgis Alexander. Okay. So bring him in too. Yep. Come on. Get Let it me done. give you a package. Get it get it Ready? done. It starts with Jalen Green. That's okay. I was the reason that I said that about the because I have a little remorse this morning. I'm looking at the twenty five major league baseball prospects who will make an impact in two thousand twenty four. Oh, yeah. Guess who's on that list? Drew Gilbert. True Gilbert. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how can you have remorse? You wanted. I know. I wanted Justin. I know. You know what? That's how credit card spending works. You get happy on the front end, sad on the back end. Yeah, that's that's the way this is working right now because Drew Gilbert looks like he's going to be. Laramie Tussle, Laramie Tussle. Ooh, these draft picks would have been sweet. Yeah. You know? Until now. You know what? Laramie Tussle being in here long term, I know he's he's gotten. But those draft picks also help bolster. Yeah. The Dolphins, well, and, resurgence. and you could be, you know, could have Trent Williams, and at the time, who's, you in, the really, Bowl, who's yeah. in the Super Bowl. Could have gone Trent and kept your picks. Yeah, right, and kept all those picks. No, 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 you'd be a little bit further ahead, absolutely. But you wouldn't have Justin Verlander and had the chance that you had last no, year. No, I mean, do you want Justin Verlander or not? It was but, always going to hurt. You were never getting Justin Verlander for scrubs. No, but you know what? A lot of times, a lot of these times, though, the last Justin Verlander deal, the, the, the deal for um, with Kansas City, I don't see any of those guys. No, I mean, but this right? one's gonna this one's gonna sting. Yeah, at some point, the, the Josh Hader for Carlos uh, Gomez that hurt. Yeah, that that one hurt. Uh, but you're gonna feel you're gonna feel this one because this is uh, Drew Gilbert. The Astros really liked him a lot when he was in the organization. It's like they they thought he was gonna be a really good player. Guess who else did? The Tigers. Yeah, I mean the uh, the Mets. The Mets. Yep. The Mets also thought he was gonna be a really good player. That's why you're able to get that deal done. So. You know, you'll have Justin Verley in another year, and then he'll be gone. You'll be like, Ugh. or you might have another. Maybe one I mean Maybe. he's in his forties. Yeah, but he's in his forties, and even if he, you do have him longer, at what level is he playing? That's going to be the question. Every older player eventually declines, and they still keep playing, but they have they decline. I mean, I have a hard time believing Justin Verley is not getting towards the end of his career. I mean, he this year he wasn't the same guy as he was last year. Well, yeah, I mean, 
when I say this year, this past year, he wasn't the same year as he was with world champ Astros. Right. But I, I don't doubt at all that Justin Verlander is going to be really, really good. Still again. good. But at some point, it's going to go from good to from really good to above average quicker than you think. That's just how history has always worked. Like, I've never seen a guy go out at the top of his game and he's 42 years old, yeah. 43. That's never happened. They usually Nolan, don't even Nolan make Ryan it. still had a plan. Yeah, Nolan, break. but that's maybe the only player I could. Even Tom Brady had come down a little bit and was, was having off times here and there. It was not the same quarterback not as accurate so and we're talking about all-timers and nolan ryan and, and but justin verlander is an all-timer yeah no just i mean for uh, him yeah. to be even be pitching at this age at this level is pretty astounding yeah all right uh 7037803776 is the number uh, if you'd like to uh get in here with us on espn 97.5 and 92.5 just getting it started uh this is the michelle keegan show here yeah and i'm looking at michelle her I Instagram. went to her Instagram, but I went into Instagram and found like associated pictures that other people have posted. And I, I'm not a, I'm not an admirer of men, but Glance calling himself an upgrade over her husband may be one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. It, no, it I is. Of all the things that he said, that could be the most her, ridiculous. I would turn her. Let the record reflect. She would try to upgrade, and I'd say no. Okay, <laughs> so let the record reflect. But, however, he – like, what does he – honestly, what does he do now? I, I have two jobs. I work he at the draft. I, I don't even know what he does. I it do doesn't draft matter stuff. what he does. No. Does he draft stuff. He I do video. He doesn't have to do anything. He can, you can find me on YouTube. Because I'm looking, he doesn't need another uh, sit-up for about 30 years. Because I'm looking at a picture of them walking on the beach, <laughs> and Johnson. his value is there <laughs> Listen, for her. Okay, let me ask you this. Does he ever do anything on NFL Network streaming platform on YouTube on draft day where you no. can find me on the YouTube stream or digital shorts Mm-mm. like on YouTube shorts? Like I'm doing basically TV. Do you imagine she she finds that <laughs> valuable? Yeah, as somebody who's also in Who the business. Doesn't? Who doesn't? We don't even know what he I'm does. I'm also in the business. We don't even know what he does. I don't even know what Lance does on during draft weekend. Speaking of Bill O'Brien, did you see the little – we got to go. We got to go to break. But we got to tell this little kid story on the other side. Uh, you got to talk about underdog. Did Bill O'Brien scream at a child? You no, know, but his child was screaming at Bill O'Brien. Oh, that's all. It's the best video of all time. <laughs> all it's right. one of the top videos of all time. Yeah. So underdog fantasy, right? That's This is what you're doing. What you're going to do, you haven't done it before, and I've told you. And I'm really, I'm not going to take no for an answer today. You're going to go to the app store. You're going to download underdog fantasy. Okay, it's an easy to load app. You can just download it. You don't have to do anything with it if you don't choose to. Now, I suggest you do. You can you can get in with a, a deposit as low as $10. As low as $10, you can get into Underdog Fantasy. Now, um, you can go as high as you want. They will match your first deposit up to $100, but you must use promo code Lance. You must use promo code Lance. They're going to match that first deposit. So let's say you put $100 into your first deposit. You're going to find $200 in your account, and that's for you to play right there. You don't just take it out. You That's not how it works. You have to play it. But playing the Pick'em Challenge makes it so much more fun because you pick between two and five players, you are going to go higher or lower than the statistics they have available for that player. There's a range of statistics. You'll go higher or lower, and if it hits, you're going to win real money. You win uh, anywhere between two or three and 20 times your money picking just between two and five players. It's real money. It's completely legal here in the state of Texas. And when you sign up, they're going to have a special pick for you in the lobby where you can go higher than 0.5 yards or 0.5 points. So it's like that's an easy win. They're basically giving you your first win. This is a great chance for you to take advantage of an awesome, awesome way to continue watching your uh, uh, games and playing along with them. It's underdog fantasy. You must be 18 or older and present in the state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms and conditions apply. If you feel like you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or go to ncpgambling.org. ESPN 97.5.com on the Chase Long. I've got a Chase Long in my dressing room and a pack of warm beer that we can consume. The recipe is simple. Take one part John because you know what you're going to get. And add like 50 parts Lance because you never know what you're going to get. Spike the spice with some Del Olaleya and damn, it tastes like the Veritex Community Bank Studios.
All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. So one thing before we get started with this, uh, the, the last chance to register for the Houston Texans Senior Showcase is February 5th. It's coming up. So you've got to register. It's, uh, it's going to close next Monday. So the Senior Showcase by Gatorade right around the corner. It's a Houston Texans Showcase. It's at the Texans facility. Colleges, small small schools from all over the country are going to be here, and there's a money in them their heels. There's money for your kids to go. All you have to do it's a combine kind of deal. You go out there, go register, go to the Houston Texans uh, page, and you can find how to register for the Houston Texans uh, showcase and get your kid money for college. If you play football here and you want to play small school and you want to get money for college, if you if you can't find a way to get to college, this is a great way to get to college. There's schools from all over the country here. Uh, Knox College has been here. I don't know if they're going to be here this year, but Knox has been here giving away money. Uh, if you want to play football at the collegiate level, if, you, if you're if you done and you're like, hey, I don't know I how to, I can get to school. I need to offer our scout source <clears throat> stuff to them. I, I need to get with Chris because the stuff Tyler and I did, which kind of found Byron Murphy for Texas, they weren't even recruiting him. And they saw his growth potential. Like, we got proved proof of concept. We're working with Zoe over at Miami, working with a couple colleges. I didn't just give that to him because what it does is it can tell you how big, you know, the growth potential of 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old. It's based on 25 years of NFL combine data. And so it captures growth potential and, uh, frame, you know, frame potential. And that would be something that would add great value. They just yeah, for the put it coaches, in there. I just, yeah. just give it to them to, uh, to put together because that's how kids – you know, it's it's sometimes it's the late bloomers who have the best opportunity to uh, uh, to shine on the next level because they may be good football players. And the only thing holding them back is teams thinking they're too small. Well, it'd be nice yeah. if you have something. You to never show know us, when hey, that growth spurt is. This right. guy, yeah, this guy has still got another twenty. You know, sometimes why we found linebackers who had twenty five pounds, thirty pounds still that they were going to add who are one ninety, and then we found an off. We found a t- tight end who was two forty five, who we projected to be three hundred and. He's at TCU now as a tack, as a tackle, weighing almost three hundred pounds. So um, we had thirty three pounds of growth still to go for uh, Byron Murphy, and he actually gained thirty eight, and he's still all muscle, like pure muscle. So um, yeah, I need to throw that in there because maybe we capture somebody who's got you know tremendous growth potential, and they do. Is it like a combine? Do they? It's do, a combine. Yeah, that's great. I mean, athletic scores. Oh man, I definitely need to get a hold of Chris. Yeah. Yeah, about doing that. Yep, yep, absolutely. Uh, see if you agree, because you just got back. For those of you who don't know, Lance was at the Senior Bowl this week. That's all you missed. See if you agree with the 33rd team here. The 33rd team says the risers, Lad McConkey. Yes. You said that. Jackson Powers Johnson. Yes. Interior yeah, offensive yeah, yeah. lineman from I got, Oregon. I had to bump his grade. You did? Yeah. Quinion Mitchell, cornerback from Toledo. For sure. He's mine, too. He's your what? He's mine, too. I wrote him, too. Yep. Darius Robinson, defensive lineman from Missouri. He's a monster. Missouri's like putting on some players now. Dude, Drinkowitz is getting sick talent. Yeah. He's got two corners that are good. He had the kid Keon White last year. Well, I mean, he was a portal guy, but Keon White, he had uh, – oh, no, no. No, Keon White was Georgia Tech. There was another big guy last year who they had that came out. Um, and then he has Darius Robinson. He has um, – Well, they always put out defensive linemen. Oh, no, was, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's – Offensive lineman, he's got a left tackle, Javon Foster. He's yeah. No, Drinkowitz is putting out talent. Yeah. Well, they were good for And you know what? That wide receiver. His, his the O line coach. Uh, how about this? He used to be at Houston. Yeah. Brandon Jones. Yeah. My we watched him and Joe Moore Wars. They almost made the semifinals. They were so well coached. My dad called me up and said, Hey, I was watching this the 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 Missouri offensive line, man, are they doing a great job on offensive line? And I looked up who the uh, and I looked up who the coach was because I was like, I got to see who's coaching him. I need to have him speak. It was Brandon Jones, yeah. and he's and he's like, I got to get Brandon back out to the clinic because they're doing a great job up there. And I spoke with Brandon Jones a little bit. He told gave me some insight into Patrick Paul. Um, I didn't know this. Patrick Paul, not his real name. Oh, it's not. No, they changed it. They changed his name. He's Nigerian name. Oh, and he's, his name is is not Patrick Paul. We should um, change it, and then maybe he'll get selected earlier. Yeah. We did. Oh wait, you're Patrick Paul. 
<laughs> so, so uh, well, yeah, he just said, he said you early. Think he's falling in the yeah, draft? I think he's fall, but second round. Se- I mean, oh, really? Yeah, he, he. I don't think he'll fall below there because he's got super long arms and he's good in pass protection. Uh, pretty good. He just there's just some areas like I don't think he's a first rounder, but Dana thought he was a lock for the first, an elite pass protector. He's not an elite pass. I don't use that word lightly, uh, but I do think he'll fall out of the first. But um, I mean, he'll still probably go in the top sixty picks. Yeah. Well, we know one thing about Dana. He will. He, he goes will, to bat for his guys. He does. Now go he's to also bat. told me like he's also had some pretty good insight into guys like Mark Lewinsky, who was an offensive lineman. Uh, he was dead on on Glowinski and some of those guys, but yeah, he yeah. like most coaches, they're they're partial well, some to their coaches guys. Don't they don't play? Well, up no, I guys. like when you just when you give me the honest on, facts. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, they also got Cam Hart, the cornerback from Notre Dame. Cam had up. some. I just didn't watch corners <clears throat> as much. Uh, some other guys, Austin Booker. I've been telling everybody this. You're going to hear everyone else talking about this. No one was talking about this guy. This kid, Austin Booker from Kansas, who's only played 505 total snaps in college football. I watched him and put a first-round grade on him. I said, I just have to. He's 6'6". He's like 240. So he's real skinny. And But you watched him. He ruined Kelvin Banks. Like, we're talking about a guy who's going to be a first-round tackle. Why has he only played 500 snaps? I don't know. He went to Minnesota. He You know, first year he didn't play like most guys. He's undersized. You know, he's grown into his body, probably 230 pounds as a, as a defensive end. It's not big enough. The second year, he barely played at all. Um who knows why? They probably had guys who were bigger and better. So he got in a transfer portal, went to Kansas, got a chance to play, and immediately has all these pass rush moves, is very physical, can run and bend, can beat people around the corner at 6'6", 245. And I'm just like, this is these traits. My comp on him is Max Crosby. I missed on what? Max Crosby the first time. Yeah, I mixed, I'm, I'm not missing on Max Crosby again. First, Max, oh, he's too skinny. His arms aren't muscular. He's this, that, and the other. He's not, you know, he's going to get pushed around. Max Crosby remembered that. Hit me. He oh, added oh. me on he added me on Twitter and oh, I'm like, oh, I ain't oh. missing Mac, the next Max Crosby. <laughs> so I put a first all of a sudden he didn't do much the first day and and uh one of my one of my NFL guys said who I told about him said, "Ah, eh, your guy's too light. I told you he's not going to be good." The second day, mm. he got to the quarterback like three times easily in pass rush drills and all of a sudden he's on everyone's list as Who's Austin Booker? He's a riser. Uh, man, I you're felt gonna, that way about Daniel Hunter in LSU. It's the same, same, thing. same kind of deal. Only Hunter is even more filled out. But well, now, but he Thomas was skinny McGahee, at LSU. Thomas McGahee, he was drafted in the third round. Thomas McGahee, whose son used to be an intern here, and listener of the show, yeah. even when he was special teams coach and special teams coordinator with the special teams coordinator with the Giants. Um, he was at LSU at the time, and he told me, Lance, he is he is a monster on special teams. He said he is going to keep growing into his body, and this guy is barely scratching the surface on who he's going to be. Nailed it. Yep. 100% correct. So all these backgrounds, all these things I've seen in my background lead me to remember, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Hunter, oh, yeah, Max Crosby. I'm like, here he is. I, I don't care. I'll go high on the, the grade because I think that's who he's going to be. Like, I would love it if the Texans took him. Um, would love the, it. 23? Yeah, probably trade back probably trade back into uh early second round but the problem is he's kind of uh he is going to need a like the first year he's not going to do a whole lot because he needs to hit the weights like he's got to try to get up to 255 yeah uh the fallers bo Nix, yep. xavier uh get Leggett, yep uh tez walker the wide receiver from- I, I didn't really think he was a faller and what i saw but i hadn't seen all the practice i thought he looked okay and joe milton mm-hmm He's not a follower. He was already way down. Yeah, there. right. Tyler I've got him undrafted. Tyler Guyton, offensive tackle from Oklahoma. Mm, I don't know. NFL teams like him a lot. They do. He's not a follower. What? Well, is he going to perform? That's the question. Uh, He'll test well at combine too. My first mock. I got to turn it in at noon at, at one thirty today. So you got it done? No. You, you don't have it done yet. No. What are you doing? Well, I think we know what he was you doing. You got a me. He's got. Oh, I know what he was doing. Yeah, I was looking at. He was looking at Michelle Keegan. Michelle Keegan. But that was you last night. You could have had your, tra- your, your mock draft on. Instead, you were looking at Instagram. Have your cake and eat it too. Well, and, delude- and deluding himself into thinking. Yes. Upgrade. And, 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 and thinking of different ways to kill Mark Wright. <laughs> yeah. Big love. Okay. He saw the word separated 
and thought, well, yeah. she's divorced from him. No, they're going to be separated because she's moved. She's got to do a show in Australia. Australia. I, yeah. This is this is all kind of a joke. I, she is beautiful. It's it's a joke, joke. But my wife gets to talk this way about Brett uh, about Rhett Miller. So yeah. I'm sorry. This is my Rhett Miller. Okay, sorry. This is what it is. And I'll tell her today. I'll tell her to her face today. <laughs> Just yesterday, I did tell her she's beautiful. Today, I'm going to say this is my Rhett Miller. Okay. Okay. So don't let her go on concert tour. Let me be in the first row. That, okay. If she's on concert tour, you're going to be in, in the front row If she's in everywhere. concert or whatever, she and really I'm in general right she's she really, got no shots. She really needs to do a it's show. It's shaky over she there. Really needs, okay. okay. She really needs to do a show that gets her on the con circuit where she's like in Comic-Con or some sci-fi con that comes to Houston and Lance can take uh, Nicole. And let's let's see what Michelle's yeah. up to. Let's see how she likes it. Yeah. 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 Let's, let's see how, see how you she like likes it. it. Yeah. I, I got news for her. She already does this. Go for go. it. She's told me this before. Go for it. Yeah. And you get like the a kids. woman with no fear. <laughs> you got concern. the kids, too. Yeah. Uh, you got tequila, too. Yeah, Maestro Nobel, always a, always a friend on a Friday. And really any day. But Friday is the uh, unwind day for a lot of people. And Maestro Nobel is a great way to do that. If you are a tequila fan, it's a great sipping tequila. A phenomenal sipping tequila. It's a chance for you to to really enjoy um, the craftsmanship that goes into the tequila-making process. It's made in tequila, Mexico. It's great from a, you know, from a standpoint of the aging process, the barrels they use, and what goes into it. The Reposado, the Añejo, the Cristalino, these are all very different types of tequilas from each other. There's a, there's a central flavor that you can taste. It's, there's a similarity, but it actually has changes of the, uh, the the flavor components on the back end. And you can taste it if you're a sipper. If you're not a sipper and you just want a great cocktail or a great margarita, hey, that's great too. I mean, I appreciate that as well. And I have uh, the silver and the smoke silver with my margaritas and, and the cocktails that I make. So make sure that you're taking a look at a bottle of Maestro Nobel wherever fine liquors are sold. I expect it to be up on your shelf. Let me know how it's going with Maestro Nobel. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Watch out, door. I will not be murdered wearing a blue and white plastic cone on my head. It's positively undignified. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. couple of other notes. Did you see that Corbin Burns got traded to the Orioles? Yeah, I don't love that. They Why? won 101 games last year. They're good. Yeah. They're really, really, really they're good. They're the next Astros. Hmm? They're yeah. the next Astros. Yeah, they really are. I mean, they're just, they're just some, I just think they're pitching away. They were that, last year they were the 2000. They reminded me a lot of the 2015 team. Yep, and now they're just a matter of, it's just a matter of them getting, uh, an ace. And they quite possibly got one. He's finished top mm-hmm. in his last four years. He's been top eight in Cy Young voting. Mm-hmm. No, it's a great pickup for them. Yeah. And he won the Cy just a couple of years ago. So he is uh, he's really, really good. So you know when you run an ice good. cube, when you have an ice cube and you run it under under the water of a sink, it can be cold water, and just, you slowly see the sides start to drift away. Yeah. And they and it they melts melt. away and it, it's still the ice cube and it's still there and it just it takes time but slowly 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 it's not. Is this your analogy for the Astros? I feel like it. <laughs> I feel like it. I mean, I feel like the water's <laughs> running over the Astros and you just lose little pieces here, piece there, piece there, and it becomes it's still an ice cube but it's not the same. Right. It's not the same well, shape. We did a sports map piece yesterday. Josh Jordan and I did, and we talked about the leadership and. Look at the last two years with Maldonado and Carlos Correa going. Those are your two biggest leaders in that locker room. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know that the culture changes because Jose Altuve is still there. Justin Verlander is still there. And for now, Bregman is there. <clears throat> but they're going to have to get a guy. Does you they're going to have to come up with a guy that's going to be Do you hurt it all? I mean, vocal. I know the players loved him, but some of the f- fun, is some of the fun out of the locker room just yeah. not there anymore? Or? Oh, I don't, I don't know that because I'm okay. not in the yeah, locker room. I, I can't, I can't tell, can't tell you that. But I can tell you. Well, I do know that Carlos was a huge. He was very vocal and very, and he kept everybody. He, when he walked into Minnesota, he just said, 
We go out every day Please like leave. we're playing for, for the World yeah. Series. Every single he day. He sets every single a standard. Day. He did. Carlos is a standard setter. And and then who was the one that, that ran the music right now? Who runs? I think Michael Connor told me it's Breggy who runs the music potentially. Well, after this year, they're going to have to find somebody else. Yeah, but I think Bregman is the music guy. But Michael Connor has phenomenal insight in the Astros. Like I, for Connor and Beard to come on after um, Paul Gallant, he has covered. He was the Astros post game guy. Spent a lot of time in the locker rooms. Went on wrote, went on the trips with the Astros for playoffs and, and other trips. Like knows a lot of people in the organization. Just so you guys know, Michael has phenomenal insight into that team, and he can tell you things like that. But um, I do, I am, I am a little concerned. That eventually, you can't just keep taking. You know, George was a heartbeat guy when he was here, yep. a fun guy. He's the one who kind of create. I think really helped bolster the fun. Carlos is a standard setter, and then you have, you know, it is going to be interesting to see uh, without Machete here. It's a, there's be no, there's no, baseball no, no. stuff we didn't like about Machete, inability Nobody. to do this, inability yeah. to do that. But the intangible stuff, man, that's that's what makes championship teams is right. the intangibles. Well, the, the biggest thing is whether or not the guys are going to like the throw to Yiner. That's going to be the biggest thing. He's well, they better learn to love his it. ass off this offseason. They better learn to and love get it. A lot of get a lot of uh, chemistry with these guys. Odds the Astros, do you think it should be on the board that the Astros trade in season to bring Machete back? Because oh, no. Verlander, I no. would not rule it out. No. The second half of the before trade deadline that they make a minor move to bring him back because Verlander wants him. Uh, and and Fromber. Yeah. No, I think that that ship has sailed. I think there's the front office <clears throat> one, did not but for want one half season. What was no, they did not want to see what happened. And listen, I happen to know. Somebody sat down, somebody in the front office sat down with Martin Maldonado and told him exactly this. It's going to be almost impossible to bring you back because we then we cannot play Yiner. The organization wants to play Yiner, but if you're sitting there, Verlander, Fromber, and, who, and, 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 and maybe some guys, whomever else, is going to say, no, I want to throw to Maldonado, and we can't have that. And so... He had to go, and there's. I don't think there's any way unless unless Yiner's really struggling, and they figure. Listen, Yiner in his second year, he had a limited number of two hundred some at bats, right? Yeah. No, no, he had more than that. What did he have? Four hundred some at bats? Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was up there. Yeah, what, he got he, more starts than people thought. Yeah, he had more starts than. You. But but you don't know that that yeah, no, I mean, it was a great start. It wouldn't be the first time that a guy had a, okay got off to a great start in Major League Baseball and then didn't then then wasn't that guy. Right. So, Yiner's really, it's important that Yiner comes through big time this year. Look at Jeremy Pena from year one to year two. It, he needs to play like he played last year. Yeah. But if he plays like he plays last year, we're talking about one of the best catchers in baseball. Certainly one of the best offense. He's already a top eight, eight catcher in baseball. Yeah. Already. I'd say easily. Yeah. No, when you he, project, yeah. look at his power number. I mean, he projected into the 30 home run season as a starter last year. That's phenomenal. But that's the problem. It's projected. That's the problem. And so we'll find out whether or not he can back that up. He needs to validate that last season, and then he'll validate himself with the with the rotation. Well, as well. he's got great pop to second. His pop time is really, really low. So I mean, he's got the arm to second. He threw out more runners. Unfortunately, than... they don't hold any runners. Well, but really that's bad. not a Yiner problem. No, but it's a problem for the team. It's a problem for the team. But now people run more than not more than ever. But now more than any time over the last fifteen years, teams are running now. Having that ability to to you know to excel um, as on the throw down to second that's a really big deal. Yiner Diaz is very good, a, a power hitter who can hit to other sides of the field. I mean, he looks like a legitimate hitter yeah. across the board, like one of those guys you may try to change positions to extend his career type guys. And then number two, he's got the ability to. We've seen him; he's got an arm to throw people out. Now all you need is just learning how to catch a guy. Yeah, and that's going to take well, away to call the game. Yeah, how does that happen? Well, time, study. experience, and, and Justin study. Verlander sitting with you and say, "No, I didn't like this. This is why." No. Like I think just pitching to Justin Verlander and Fromber is going to help. Well, they I mean, loved, they loved guys. how much prep work Maldonado did, and we'll find out whether or not Yiner has that same kind of work ethic, because that's what that's what Maldonado did, and he knew what hitters liked and didn't like when they walked up to the plate. It It'd wasn't have been like, awesome having him as a bench coach. It would be, it, but you can't. 
You can't have him Even around. as a coach, you can't he could just say, guys, I'm out around. of the game. No. What do you mean you can't you have can't him, him sitting, sitting around? around? You can't. They can't call for a coach to catch them. Get in there. Get in there, Molly. Get in there. You My can't dad. have him sitting around. Like, this is <clears throat> this is like an ex-girlfriend that I, I can't even afford to live in the same state as this person because we may hook up again. And I may ruin my relationship with Yiner. What is if, this what we're talking about? What if Michelle Keegan moved here? Then how, how would... Okay. What if she you know moved what? here? I'd say, excuse me, I know where some really terrific Mediterranean food is. What? Let me point it out to you here and here and here. That's all you'd say? Okay. Let's grab lunch and Did talk you about... also see, speaking of the Astros, before we finish, Lance McCullough says he, he wants to be back by July. <coughs> yes, he wants to be back by July. Okay, don't look at me like that. Like, this is some kind of, I mean, aren't you excited? Where does Lance McCullers fit into this whole thing anyway anymore? I have no idea. You know what? He might be your sixth inning guy. I don't know if that's harder on his arm or not. I mean, after multiple arm injuries, you would just, in shoulders and arms, you would just think, okay, there's enough surgeries done that it's not an issue anymore. Like, it's, you know, you don't have the same tendons to be the, the issue. Uh, so I don't know. Where's Garcia I don't know where fit in. in? I don't know where, where these guys is fit in. France fit in? I know in. this. It feels like somebody should be traded, but you after last no. year, I am no. terrified of trading anybody. No, you don't. Last trade year anybody. before the year, we we're talking about trading. You got an excess of pitching. No, you don't. No, you, no, don't. you don't. At any point, you don't. No. All it took was a bad Hunter Brown year. Yes, Christian Javier falling off the 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 map for for three fourths of the season. Uh. Garcia out for the year with injury. Or Keedy. Or Keedy. Eh. Nance McCullers can't make it back. Like, all of a sudden, you're like, who's this guy that looks like he works at a Cinnabon on Better Call Saul? Oh, it's JP France. Yeah. Yeah. No. JP France. He was good. JP France is going to play. Oh, he did. You don't make the playoffs without JP France. No, you don't. Make no mistake about it. What the heck was that? Just my. Oh, that was your chair. Uh, 746 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Hey, I, when we come back, I want to talk about uh, some really cool stuff. I found out Bill Belichick's not the greatest head coach of all time yesterday. Yeah, I heard that too. Uh, time to talk about HRP is what we're going to talk about now. <laughs> but from a Ravens cornerback, is that where you where you heard it? Um, I want to talk about HRP. He needs a little HR help, doesn't he? Uh, Marlon Humphrey. No, well, I don't know if the Ravens are going to they're going to call HR on him, but I can tell you this: he was he was reckless. And if you've got reckless people in your office, like we do here, like Dell and Lance, then you got you need HRP as well. HRP is here for you for all of your HR needs, and it's kind of a big deal that you take care of those HR needs too. I mean, it's just like oh HR, what? No, HR is kind of a big deal. Okay, there is also. <clears throat> It doesn't matter what question that you have, you call them up at HRMP. We could go to any employee that you have can call HRMP to find out anything that they need to know. They're 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 there all the time and they're answering questions for you no matter what that question is. All of your employees, you could have thousands and thousands of employees. HRMP is there for you to answer all of your uh, questions and all your needs. The technology is second to none. The payroll comes out perfect. You don't know about the Affordable Care Act. They do. They're going to help you take care of your taxes. They're going to help you take care of your payroll. They're going to do it perfectly, and they're going to take care of your HR as well. They can save you money. Don't know who you're with now. If you're with an admin company, you're probably paying more for your insurance and your 401Ks than you have to. That's not what they do at HRMP. Find out for yourself. HRP.net, 281-880-6525 or HRP.net. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, right where you belong. You're the only one left of the Wayne family. This is where you belong. Welcome home. to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man, I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance. Well, we're going to talk about Bill Belichick in a second. But the guy that he hired was Bill O'Brien. I had not seen this video before. This little kid. Is this old? Like, uh, yeah, he was head coach of the Texans at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's like four I, years old, but that's okay. I don't know why this came up in my... I don't, oh, Eric Azuna sent it to me. Up, yeah. Eric Azuna sent it to me. 
Here is a little kid. So his brother had just gotten a DeAndre Hopkins autographed picture. This kid can't be five or six years old. I don't know. He's five years old, whatever he is. He's got his pajamas on. His brother has matching pajamas. And the brother got the DeAndre Hopkins. He opens his up, and it's an autographed picture of Bill O'Brien. And here's his reaction. What is it? What is it? He's tearing it up and putting it in the trash right now. Yeah. He's throwing this trash. His brother picks it up out of the trash. And he throws, grabs it and throws it back in the trash. And he's crying. Like, he's, he's scream crying. Yes. He's, this is mad. He's doing a scream cry where a kid is he's so, so enraged. He's enraged. Look, he's nuts that he got a bill. I mean, I, don't, I think that's ugly. I mean, if you got a Bill O'Brien autograph picture, what would you do? Some people will say I'm not the dad of the year for this move. But I have to tell you what I did because I was not here when this happened. Here it is. It's my last. I sent Sebastian. Sebastian hated um, Matt Barnes. Hated Matt Barnes. We were watching, you know, Snacks is watching. I sent this to him. And uh, by the way, shout out to him. Who hates Matt Barnes other than uh, Derek Fisher? Was Was that the... Was that it? Derek Fisher hated him. Matt Barnes yeah. drove like several hours to come beat up Derek Fisher. Yeah. Uh, to fight him. But um, anyway, this was in 2015. So Sebastian would have been, uh, looking at this, he would have been six right here. And so shout out to my man Sebastian. He had a tough surgery yesterday. Broke his collarbone in three places. And oh, gosh. This, they didn't know that until they got in for the surgery. And then they're like, oh, this is a little worse than they thought. So it was two plates in his shoulders and. It was rough. It was a rough night for him last night, too, but can't sleep. I mean, I felt bad for him. But anyway, um, so now I'll tell you this story. I wrote in, I, I created, um, so I knew he hated Matt Barnes. We watched a lot of Rockets together. He hated Matt Barnes. This is in the middle of the Rockets making their, you know, run. This is a good good time for the Rockets. And they're playing the, the, they're playing, who was Matt Barnes with? Was he a Clipper back then? I don't know. He hated Matt Barnes. And so in 15, I sent, I sent him, I told him, hey, there's a place called, there's a place that you can request an NBA player to come to your birthday party. Because he had birthday because this is in May. I sent this May 15th. His birthday is in, <laughs> is in July uh, or is in June. And I said, my son, no, July. I said, my son Sebastian is having a birthday this June. Okay, June. And he is requesting Terrence Jones or Dwight Heck. Fa- wait a minute, Jones father of the year. Okay, I just. Okay, okay. Um. Uh, who was it? Antonio Cromarty. Cromarty knows Look, more about his kids than Lance. No, does. it's easy well. to get confused on June and July. Okay, is it? Yeah, in no, Texas, your children. Hot. Yeah, no. figure it out. It's, oh, it's hot when his birthday is. That's that's all you yeah. know. That's all he it's knows. Hot. Okay, and Antonio. Alex. Okay, Cromarty. Two days after. All right, go ahead. My son Sebastian's having a birthday this June and is requesting Terrence Jones or Dwight Howard or James Harden at his birthday party. I've attached a video for you to see. Okay, and. Um, guess i don't have the video here but the video is pretty good it's it, anyway there is a video in here and then i created a <laughs> sometimes i just get bored i created a gmail account called nba birthday parties and that's who i sent the email to then i responded back from nba birthday parties and i said and i got a video of sebastian's re- reaction to this said, Dear Sebastian, thanks so much for your video and your email. We know so many kids are fans of the NBA and our, and our main star players, and we appreciate you reaching out to us to include one of, your, one, of your, uh, one of our players at your birthday party. We can't necessarily provide you the players we request uh, at all times since their schedules are very busy, but we did find a player for you and your birthday party. <laughs> Please scroll down to see who we selected for you. And I scroll, And you scroll down, and it says... Matt Barnes is coming to your birthday party. Matt plays for the L.A. Clippers. is a very energetic player. He is fun to play with at parties and will push you very high on the swing set, and he's very good at playing tag you're it. Please be careful, however, if you have a basketball goal because he's very rough, and he will play rough on you and the other children at your party with hard fouls. 
He also might use bad language at your birthday party, so be ready. He got so pissed off when he got this because he thought he was getting Terrence Jones. He loved and Terrence he Jones. Got, loved Terrence Jones. And when he got Matt, when he got Matt, everybody Barnes, but homeless people loved Terrence yeah. Jones, right? Yeah, yeah, they didn't like him. They didn't like him. Much. When he got Matt Barnes, he lost his mind. I've got the reaction video. I just have to find it. He was so pissed off to <laughs> the point Barnes. that I re- I just said, and that's and he used to always talk like this, Sebastian, because he once threatened to arrest and shoot Johnny Manziel oh. when he was. Wow. I don't think. Yeah, you weren't. I, that happened when I was at seven ninety. Oh. I got a video of him when he's four years old. I said, what was Sebastian? You hate Johnny Manziel, don't you? He goes, yes, I hate Johnny Manziel. Arrest and shoot. And I said, what would you do if you saw Johnny Manziel? What if Johnny Manziel, everything was coming to birthday parties. What would you do if Johnny Manziel came to your house to your birthday party? He goes, I would arrest him and shoot him. (laughs) Well. like, okay. All right. I mean. That's too much. Is it for. And Michael Connor would fire that off on the show all the time when he was the producer. Arrest him and shoot him. Uh, so this all leads into the Bill Belichick conversation, which we'll have on the other side, right here on ESPN 97. People are disrespectful. And 92.5. And they are. And you and you know what? I can't be disre- I, I, I can't be disrespectful whatsoever to Chastain Ford. Love Chastain Ford. I love what Chastain Ford has done for me. You'll love. You'll be part of the Chastain family. And you'll especially love because they have still have new, brand new 2023s on the lot, which they have to get rid of. So you know what they're doing? 1.9% financing on new 2023 F-150s. Got to get them off the lot. They got to go. Got to go. It's 2024. Don't need them 2023s no more. So 1.9% financing in this economic, uh, in this climate, are you kidding me? This is a great deal. You're looking for the best deal that you're going to find with customized exactly for you, exactly how you want it, not the way that the dealership wants it. No add-ons, no markups, giving you the best possible deal that they can on every single vehicle. They will come to you if you're a business and you have a fleet of vehicles, they will come to you to fix your vehicles. They've got the mobile uh, unit out there that they can go to your place and fix your vehicles. This is the kind of service that you get every single day from Chastain Ford. You're looking for the best way to get into that Ford car, truck, or pre-owned vehicle as well. All you need to do is get to ChastainFord.com on 610 at Homestead. Not Hempstead. It's just five minutes from downtown Chastain Ford. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Now with more nougat. You're not cooking. Pork 